Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. I'm at the nail salon. I'm at the grocery store. I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew Up Dog Fella. Big fella. We're back. Woo! Vegas, baby. <clears throat> back from Vegas. Got to clear the throat. That's I got a couple lozenges here. Whoa. That was uh that was quite the weekend I had. Thanks for uh you know, you joined me Saturday. Yeah. I was licking my wounds. I did one and done. I uh I played golf. I flew in Friday morning. I played Shadow Creek. What a treat. I mean, what you did in general. What I've actually, a treat. I've actually <laughs> had lunch with some guys at Big Canada and I'm just told them what you did with the Shadow Creek to the night out to the summit the next day. And, and everyone the same was like, wow. To the hockey game. Wow. To the night out again. Yeah. To the 10 o'clock uh, bird back home. Thanks, pick. For the first time in the history, <clears throat> well, we've been buddies since what, 23 years old? Yeah. I've never heard you lose your voice. And you showed up to the game and you were like talking like <laughs> You're like, oh, I fucking lost my voice. I somehow found it yesterday. I came into the office. I came in the studio. I looked at the microphone. I just took some notes and I'm like, fuck, where's the voice? I got 24 hours to get it back. <laughs> I texted you yesterday. I'm like, fella, how's the voice? You're like, you're like, would you say something hilarious? You're like, she's coming back or something. You said something great. Uh, it was, it was a long stretch. Um, Great weekend, though. I had a great weekend. Went in for a buddy of mine's birthday, Chris. uh, 50th birthday, I'll say that. And uh, Rufus DeSoul. Love him. At fucking what was called the Art of Wild at Excess. This place, they turned it into a jungle. And uh, we had a great great table. (laughs) Christina was with me. It was nice to get baby mom out in the mix. You know, she hadn't been to Vegas. She She hadn't been to Vegas in a while. She's a hardworking mom. All, All the moms out there know what I'm talking about and dads. Those girls, she uh, can hold her troopers, own. yeah. She can hold so, her own. um, she was with me. Uh, we had a blast. Ended up, uh, I think we took it easy that night. We went to bed at 5 30. That's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, that's not bad, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what time I got home on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I woke up and I was just like, you know, that when you wake up, you're like, yeah. where the fuck am I? Yeah, 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 totally. I'm like, where am I? And then I like open my blinds and like, do you, like, end, do you oh, end up yeah. at that, uh, di- that dinosaur place? What's that called? The rhino. <laughs> I absolutely did end up at the oh, rhino. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? It was great. It was, it's always a fun little spot there. Um, thank you to Tom Riley and Todd Pickup for hooking the boys up. That MGM suite. I mean, you're not going to find a better place to watch a match. 
Dead center ice. It's beautiful in there. The bartenders in there are unbelievable. How about the burger? <laughs> Tom Riley, that beauty gets steak and shake for the third period, which is just perfect time. Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake, shake Shack. That's okay. My it's bad. a big difference, though. It's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. The, the Just the steak and shakes. A little, <laughs> not as quite good as that uh, smash burger yeah. from, from Shake Shack. Wow. Shake Shack's nationally. Um, yeah, I was drinking coffee and Bailey's at the game, eh? just to keep the You were going. drinking coffees and Bailey's, then you were drinking tea, then you had a tea with like, some See, I just I knew it was a marathon. It wasn't a sprint. Yeah, no. I was like, I was supposed to stay Sunday with PJ and Mac. Oh, they were flying in for some business, and I had some meetings money that I forgot about. Got to get so to the meetings. Got to go to the meetings. Are. And thank God I got out of there because I would the I would be in rough shape if I was sitting here. I feel good now. I just had a nice swim and a walk. Yeah. Had an IV yesterday. Yeah. A little R&R. Uh, I can't yeah, do Vegas two nights in a row. I've come to the full conclusion. One and done is perfect for me. One and get out of there. I understand why. I understand yeah. why. Yeah, I get a little excited for Vegas. <laughs> I get a little excited for it. Um, how about our boy Tom Riley at the card table? Boy, is that a treat. Yeah, he knows. Me. It's an absolute treat to sit there and watch our, our, our man play blackjack. He's... He's a pro. He's a pro. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he gets, and the one thing about Tom is fired up. he's a team guy. He doesn't care if you're like, I've played beside him where I'm playing like $100 hands. I'm like, you sure you want me to sit in here? He's like, yeah, yeah. just play your game. Play yeah, your totally. Game. I'm like, wow. That's, I got that's down nice. in my chips. He had, you know, a couple maybe flew across the table. He said, <laughs> keep it going. I'm like, oh, okay, let's go, Tom. Yeah. Um, and then our boy pickup. I mean, what a great establishment. You know, pick. They gave pick the. Uh, it was military night. Obviously, Bill Foley, big West Point guy, right? Yeah. Remember yeah. all the soldiers that were there? It was unbelievable. Yeah. Got him a whole big. Put him in the owner's suite. It was amazing, right? So Pick got one of the warm-up jerseys, the, what, the military jersey. So once he got back to the, uh, it's called Riley, actually, where where the you know boys are playing cards. But it's called Riley. Uh, it's called Lu, Lu, uh, Lilies. 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 Yeah, Lilies. Sorry, my bad. We're at the Bellagio. And he walked in, and I just gave him the old, like, hockey fight. <laughs> day. Like, I put him in the fucking, I was like, <laughs> he was loving it. He was loving it. So uh, the game, let's talk about the game, the Blues. <clears throat> Fuck, listen, talk about a character win. They I watched needed them. Vegas in their lives. Didn't yeah, they? they're just championship fucking DNA. Cali caliber. I watched them play the Wednesday night. Um, I took them against the Sharks, and me and you were talking, and you said, "Obs, I go, they can't, they can't lose the Sharks at home." And you said, "Fuck, Obs, you know, you know you've been in that situation where you're squeezing the stick and pressure." And and I turned that game on, Obs, and you were right. They were, they weren't great. They were forcing it. You could see they were squeezing their sticks. Factor fell down a couple of times, which I've never seen before. But the way they played in Vegas, and it started with Binner. Binner kicked, but they got down 2-1 and found a way to win a game, and that's that's why you can't count them out. Yeah. Um, it started with Bennington. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he just he, – he's such a great and interesting cat where he needs something, like, to play for. And I often say, like, an 82-game season for a guy like him is just too long. He needs, like – he too needs to know, like – yeah, totally. The dog days come. We haven't even gone to the dog days yet, but are we not? No, no, no. We're Sunday not felt like 16, Sunday felt 17, like the dog days. Seventeen games in, but um, he's a guy that like needs to see the you know the the light at the end of the tunnel, and and what's at the end of the tunnel is is you know the ultimate success story, winning the Stanley Cup, and that's it's too far away. He's you know, but Vegas, that's that's the light and he saw it and he knew, he knew like the team needs a spark to get better. And what better way to, to go into Vegas than winning a game at home and getting a little bit of a buzz. You lose eight in a row. It's, it's shitty. Everyone's blaming each other. The media's all over you. Doug Armstrong starts throwing around rumors that he's going to trade guys. You know, it's a full, it's a full thing. And <laughs> they started pointing fingers. And that's why I said, squeezing the stick, like heads up. No, right? they were. Like they're they going to be, you know, they're going to fight it. Now, you know, they go in, Character wins Saturday night in Vegas. 
Yes, they faced off against the backup goalie, which that's just a kick in the nuts. You know, you go into a, a home team's barn. <laughs> Mind you, they, Vegas is on a back-to-back. But, um, you know, they, they go in and they're facing the backup goalie and it's a, it's a great game. They get down one nothing, and boom, they come back. And, you know, they just, they carried most of the play. And the third, Vegas was all over them. Um, Jack Eichel had numerous chances to score. Guy's been on fire. Fuck. Vegas had a good push in the third. Yeah. Big time push. And Binner held the fort and... You know, bend and don't building break. to win in. Fucking bend and don't break. All I know is it was two one nights and then the Shake Shack showed up and it was three two blues. Yeah. <laughs> Before I had my double burger. I'm like, what just happened there? You're like factor scored. And I know. I'm like, fuck, what I, just I, happened? I'll be honest. I took the I took the Vegas Golden Knights and I, I fucking lost. And uh, I should have I should have bet my boys. Let's be honest. You said right away, and you're kind of notorious for this, is like you said earlier in the week, like, I'm gonna take the blues. Yeah. And then you got there and I said, Listen, we're taking the first period over and we got Vegas, but I'm like, you know I've been on cold streak. Yeah. And you're like, bet with your heart. And you're like, but just don't cheer in here because, you know, we're MJ. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, we're worth, I'm I'm like, with the guy that owns the team and yeah. the other guy's best friends with Bill Foley. If you're pumper, I'm a team guy. So I took it, you know, but, but fuck, that's the way, that's the way these cards fall. And we want to get invited back, right? Yeah, exactly. But like, I love factor in the blues, but. I mean, I was just pumped. They're not these putting guys... us in the MGM suite like the Vegas Golden Knights are, right? Come on now, no, come fuck on now. No. So we got to cheer for Vegas. Although they did, you know, they took care of the boys late night, and we don't need to talk about that. But they are just a team that now has three games under their belt. The big win last night in Colorado, and God, if I mean, this is just what you need is a good night out together, where you're just fucking. You know what? We win. We go out. We celebrate. We wake up the next day. We have practice. We watch some Sunday football. We travel to Denver. Get drunk again. We're up in the al- <laughs> we're up in the altitude. We're going in. We're playing an Avs team that's a little bit beat up. Let me ask you a question before yeah. I keep going. If 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 you were, let's put you on the Blues team list. All right. When you land in Denver on Sunday, yeah. well, what do you do? Do that you just depends. go back to the hotel and and rest up for the big game against the Stanley Cup champs? Or are you diving right in to meet the Goldbulls and watch some NFL football? No, I mean, but you got to consider like how hard the night was before. Yeah, it's just like okay. So let's say you you took a typical because they pra- they practice right. So anyway, these guys they're professionals. They they understand that they can't go on a slide at eight games. They they go well, to they Vegas. They win a game. They have some fun together. They go. They practice hard in the morning. Quick, probably twenty minute skate. Ruby's like, guys, get out there, sweat. Boom, let's go to fucking mm-hmm. let's go to Avalanche and fucking win one. Did they practice in Vegas? Yes, they did. Fuck that. You know what I mean? So it's just. That's a team that has been there before. They got great leaders and they went into Colorado and I watched the game from start to finish last night. What a Bennington again started the fucking, you know, started the game the right way. He made saves. He saw the puck well. He didn't give any second chances. They killed off a penalty, a a five on three in the last two minutes, Obi. It was just an absolute onslaught, a military onslaught of shots. (laughs) And fucking Bennington was just cool as you know cool as a cat and now they're three wins in a row and the and what you would call the blues are back baby I'll tell you what blues are back Cooley asked me on his show last week are the blues done I said you can't give up on the blues just yet because of the character and the Stanley Cup pedigree you can't yep and you mentioned the dog days and it's only 16 games and 17 games and like you said and they were interviewing poor poor Bruce Boudreaux up in Vancouver this guy's taking it he's got Jim Rutherford fucking beaking him and he's dealing with the fucking bozo Vancouver media some of those guys Murph not talking about you Guys up there, you know who I'm talking about? And he's like, if we got guys already ready to quit at 16 games in, then this organization's got bigger problems than just what our record is right now. Like, if you're 16 games in the season already and you're yeah. like, I'm over this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to your point, we're not even near the dog days. No. This is when you just start getting going, feeling good. Yeah, it's everyone's kind of feeling it out, right? You deal with some injuries, you, you know, puck luck, lose some tight games. Luck. I didn't have much puck luck in my career. Yeah, but... 
I'm sorry. <laughs> seen the ball well this weekend. A um, little puck luck, fella. But I just, it's it's nice to know that we're not having to talk about, you know, the Blues fighting the puck and not winning games. And, and they're back. Six points in their last three games. And, you know, their guys are finding the net. Fact that he scores a goal. Brendan Sod, since he's been back in the lineup, has really picked up uh, their play. I think they went 0-6 without him in the lineup. Um, they've won the last three. three since he's been back. So... I think that's enough about my blues, but good oh, job, I gotta boys. give some love to Josh Levo too. Actually, a guy who I used to like chirp in the minors a lot. Uh, he got recalled, and he's been he's been great for them. They play him with Factor. He's been unbelievable. Um, so they go into Chicago to finish off the road trip. So you think they get that one done at home against the Cavs, and then they got the Duckies coming in. Look at this. They play the Ducks on. Is this right? Saturday the nineteenth, and then the twenty first. Back-to-back game at home against the Ducks. Are they doing that? They got a home and home? They got a home and home where the Ducks are just stuck in St. Louis for three nights. Uh, Shaddy, I'm sure Shaddy's going to go see all his old spots. Yeah, favorite I'm just saying, this is a, this is a this, you know, take care of business against Chicago. Yep. Back home against the Cavs. <laughs> take care of the Ducks at Buff. They're starting to come. They're starting to come. Yeah, they could put a good stretch together, and then this is all behind them. I still can't believe Chief made a practice in Vegas after a win, though. I, I got Who do I talk to about that? New NHL, but fuck that. <laughs> you get on the bird, you get there. And if you if you want to put me through like a, when we land in Denver, a workout or something, fine. But don't make me go put my equipment on in Vegas after we just beat the first place goal. Yeah, but it's easy. You go in, you're having it's a not easy. It's not easy. It is. No, come on, bud. It's fucking not easy. You huh? think it's easy? Yeah, you get up. You don't want to be sleeping in. I like to vote. You, gotta no, get you, gotta, up you get just, up. You get on the plane. Yeah, but I'd rather get Denver. It, get it done early. You would. I'd huh? rather fly and then have to well, like football's on in the afternoon. And I would you're like, like now getting. Changed. I would like to know you're you're a you're a scientific kind of new age medicine Analytic fucking guy. guy. Yeah, what's the science say between making me get up early, going to fucking rig, putting my gear on, opposed to let me get on the plane, sleeping, flying to the hotel, <laughs> have a nice workout, steam in a fucking shower there, and maybe a tug, and then go out and play? What's the scientific fucking proof? I'm going against I think it's on your this one. Arcadium rhythm. Not sleeping like during the day too much and like getting up and, and, you know, staying on the program. Well, listen, I'm not saying it's a fucking two o'clock in the afternoon bird, right? 10 a.m. bird, get on the bird, two hour flight to Denver. Soon as we land, we go to the hotel, stay at the Ritz, nice workout, get in there, get a flush, get a stretch, get a steam. What'd I you- think it's because guys go such half-ass on those. Like you go in the steam, you, you end up staying in your room too long because you got caught like going through different videos. <laughs> well, not all guys, eh? Not all guys. But I do want to say this real quick. We talked about the San Jose Sharks. They're not as bad as I thought. So betters out there, degenerates like ourselves, tread carefully with the Sharks right now. They're starting to play better. They uh, After they lost the Sharks, they went in and beat the Wild, and they just beat somebody else here. Um how about the uh, the Stand fall? By. How about the Carlson fall the other day? Was what? that was that beautiful or what? What was that? I missed it. Uh, he was he was uh, you know, he was doing the little back pedal on the blue line, and he tripped. He heel picked for two on zero breakaway, and they went in and just dish dish and sniped. It was I mean it was just funny. So they to see the best player in the league do that. Yeah, they beat San Jose. They beat the Dallas Stars five four, which cost me a same game parlay. I hit Pavalski in the first period over pricks, and then they went in and beat San. They went in and beat Minnesota. Now they got to go play in Vegas, but anyways, they're they're not as bad as they are, and they're a yeah. good value bet because they're like Dallas was minus two forty against them. Wow! So maybe take them opposite puck line. I would just say keep an eye on the Sharks. Yeah. I thought they were going to be the worst worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. They're starting to come around a little bit. So All right. speaking about coming around, pickleball, 
I play once or twice a week. Updog, you don't play quite often, but we played for the first time together. We don't have to mention we played against. But we laid the wood to him. Laid it down. And I think our challenge, um, friend of the pod, Doug Allen, creative entourage, I think is going to try yeah. to come on the next couple of weeks. His wife's about to have a kid, but he's a big-time pickleball player. I've reached out a challenge, me and you versus him, and not the – like, he hangs out with arguably – the top pickleball yeah, players in the world. Yeah, top, top guys. Yeah. We don't want to pick those on guys. On top, top courts. If you guys want a good follow, follow Doug Ellen on Instagram and Have see the court. Have you seen that court in the playing. desert? It's fucking top titty. That is insane. Huh? That is insane. Indoor, I mean, painted lines, TVs everywhere, yeah. couches, fridges. I mean, fuck. So the one guy there, I showed Danny Lane, and Danny Lane's like, that, that guy, he's the number one singles pickleball player in the world. Wow. So we don't want to take him on. Obviously. No one wants to play singles. But pickleball. Doug, Stop. we want you to get a partner. I don't think Con's play, so it's not going to be Connolly, but, and I want to take him to challenge him. Do a little content piece. He plays at Riviera. Yeah, or we'll do it for charity. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I just want to see how good Doug Allen is. Charity of our choices. Con's, right? Con's told Raise me he's money. fucking good. I see his Instagram. He like, is good. Real good. Let's get him. Like, but your game that you played, and I don't know how you got better. Like, do you have a pickleball court that I don't know about? No, but can I you just, bring that same intensity yeah, to I when was, we play Doug Allen, the creator of Entourage? Can I was you bring that? It. Yes, okay. I will. All right. Let's go, baby. I like her chances. Um, and to finish our intro, my fantasy team, I mean, it's it's steel cut time. I, fucking Juju Smith got hurt. Ertz is hurt. Oh, our boy I Josh, lost to lose. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. You picked up the best quarterback in the league, and he's kind he of He showed stumped. 10 picks since I picked him up. I know. 10 picks. Still my favorite player. Still getting me 20-some points. My backup quarterback's available, Josh. Or, sorry, Fields. What's the first name? Justin. Justin Fields. There we go. Did you win? He went 40. He went for 40 bananas. I had him on the bench. He's good. I got Mahomes, too. He went for 36. Did you win? I sure did. I beat the fact that he owes me two hundy. Wow, little side bet. Well, I owed him two hundy from the first game of the year. And I oh. gave it to him in Vegas. And then I said, hey, it's double or nothing this weekend. And oh, you, pay, him. you paid him in Vegas? I paid him in Vegas, yeah. I didn't want to Venmo him. I had to give him a couple crisp ones. Old school. Yeah. Give me that cash. So next time I see him, fact daddy, you owe it back. Bill's Vikings game. What a game. I Great mean, game. Holy Best shit. of the year. Best of the year. I was actually flying. How I was on they? air pickup, so I was kind of catching the glimpses. I saw the highlights in real time. I mean, what who, who did, you, did you bet? I didn't bet, but I was watching it in the fetal position in my fucking <laughs> hotel room in Vegas. <laughs> like, <laughs> ordering smoothies from the fucking, bring me another strawberry oh, smoothie. did you do the nap time smoothie oh, burger? Oh, I went smoothie and pancakes. I couldn't even eat the pancakes, but I got the smoothie down. Um... <laughs> The last play of the game, fucking Josh Allen fumble fucks it on the one. Like, it was just everything that could have went wrong kind of went wrong, and then he threw a pick. I give him credit. He marched it down the field to tie it back up, get it to OT, and then threw a pick as we all know. Yeah. I mean, the Vikings, man, finding ways. Whose fault was the snap, the fumbled snap? It was on the half-yard line, but whose fault was it? I don't know who. I mean, what do you think, boys? What do you think, fellas? I think it was the D-tackle that caused it. That, really? Oh, that guy. Did he shove beast. his hand up the guy's nuts? Like before I don't he, think Alan had his fucking hand under his fucking ball sack enough. Get yeah, it right get under it there. in there. Get it fucking Touch under Touch a ball. <laughs> hey, Touch hey big fella, sorry about this, but we're on the one. Here. <laughs> 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 hey, open up a bit there, bud. <laughs> hey, throw the right cheek a bit here, but we got to get this. <laughs> um, up dog, I'm four and six. I'm in eighth place. I think eight teams make the playoffs in their fantasy, <laughs> so I'm still alive. Congrats on your win. Thank um, you. Up dog, always fun doing the intros with you, fella. We will be right back. Welcome back to Missing Curfew, Up Dog, my man. DraftKings top titty. The top titty. I love diving into this. We're going to dive into this early now, We're right? Fucking break yeah. this down. Break some it more. down a little bit. Fucking not much to break down on my team. 
Let's I go. Would, I, I kind of laid a stinker here. Should we start with yeah. my squad? Yeah. Because I finished last again. Let's go through your, the, uh, not last. Go through your squad thing. and tell me what guys really let you down. Listen. The most. Well, I'll tell you why I picked. Tell me what guys, guys you had high hopes Look, on that just shit the bed. My on boy you. Schwartzy, I love you. You've had a great year so far, but you got shut out to Mini. I took Schwartzy too. Flurry, I mean Flurry was the top top guy. I mean Flurry went off for fucking 30, 30 points with a shutout. Star of the night. Mark Andre Fleury. So obviously taking Seattle, who I thought was hot going in, they've been on a good stretch. I had Vince Dunn, I had Schwartzy, so they laid an egg. And then, you know, what got me is Vasilevsky. When was the last time Vasilevsky led in five? I'll tell you what, I had, huh? him, I had him too, though. So yeah. that's probably why he did. Most expensive goalie out there. He led in five. Fuck. I did buck up for him too. You're right. He was what eight thousand dollars to get him on yeah, your team. Yeah, he's the most expensive guy. So then, you know, and then I, I loaded up on Johnny Tavares, who's had a great year. He's arguably been Toronto's best player. Um, William Nylander, who who was my only guy to get a goal. Basically. Fuck, we almost had the fucking same squad. I had Nylander too. Yeah. So, but listen, he got fourteen points. Robertson had four shots on goal from Dallas. I had Robertson too. From Dallas? Holy fuck ups. Yeah, we went. For, Did yeah. you have Crosby too? No, I went. Uh, no, I had Tavares, Sagan. I took Sags. Wow. Okay. I went, I went Crosby, who was cold. And then Matty Beneers, this guy in Seattle. Fucking, wow. I've been pumping his tires all year. The, Seattle's scoring unbelievably. They get shut out at home and he gets a fucking donut. That's what I get for taking a young rookie puke on my team. No, no. He's nah, still he's not, he's done. Listen, I'm not going to be picking him anytime soon now. Rookie, yeah. I'm going to send a message. Have a seat, bud. Well, it's Friday night. Maybe he's like a Saturday night type of guy. I don't know, but they, he's been like dancing all year, updog style on the ice, and I pick him on my top titty first time, zero. So I'm going to I'm gonna lean towards veterans again. That's what I'm telling you. Right? I like that. I like that play. I had Morgan Riley. I had two Morgan, shots on goal. I had Morgan Riley too. You did, huh? Who did you have as your... This is hilarious. Who's my utility? Yeah. Mitch Marner. Nick Paul. Nick Paul. So we both had Robertson. We both had Nylander. We both had Schwartz. I had Chris Letang and Morgan Riley. Who was your other D? Vince Dunn and Riley. And Vasilevsky and I had Nick Paul. Who Vasilevsky got minus four... 4.20 points. Yeah, with the old ice cube beside him. <laughs> he got the ice cube. I didn't even know you could get minuses. I didn't know it was that. He might have scored a few on himself. <laughs> <laughs> he went Kemper style and scored a few on himself. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, you know, Max Miller, ranked 60th. That's Maxie. not bad. Max, he's a contender. He's always a contender. Bing Banta, 23rd. Fucking what a guy. He picked Jamie Ben, who went off for two Gs. I like Jamie Ben's game. I like his game a lot. Finger, right why'd now. you pick Ben? Because he's an animal. He had three goal, goals the day before. He had three. So I figured he was just on a hot streak. He just kicked the shit out of anyone who wants to come in his path. I love that. Come in his what? Come in his path. <laughs> you know, yeah. you come in my path, I'm going to knock you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sounded funny when he said, come in my path. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at my screen here. Um, you know, and he had William Nylander as a utility guy. That's not about 15 points. Kuznetsev, banger. Good job. I like this battle. Brento. Commitment to the fucking top titty once again is through the roof. 71 points. Princey, up dog. Let's go through the winning team. Uh, Maddie Lights. Maddie Lights, 13. By the way, Maddie, and to anyone who wins, if you want to, you don't have to. Call in and tell us why you picked the guys. We'll kind air of your, We'll air it on the podcast, break it down, and at the same time, me and the up dog are looking for some tips. So he went with Erickson X, which got him a donut. And then here, I'm talking about the San Jose Sharks. This is one of the guys, up dog, Thomas Hurdle. 20 points he's playing unbelievable it's almost like up either playing like we got nothing to lose yeah right we're picked to finish dead last 
it goes through Carlson to where, you know, he doesn't really play that much defense and no. they just go and they got speed and they go. So moving forward to top titty two, I think some sharks guys might be some good value, some good value, value bets. <clears throat> and then he went with old father time. Pavelski, always a good pick. Robertson, Zucker, Latang, Hiskinen, Flurry. I mean, Flurry. If if you had Flurry, you're up there. You're probably in the top ten if you pick Flurry. Yeah. Right. Because if you pick Vasilevsky, and I'd say I'd love to see the percentage of guys that did maybe eighty, you got stunk. Um, so a shutout is that important, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's up there. Twenty nine yeah. points, twenty eight saves. So listen, <clears throat> there wasn't very many games. That's probably why our teams were the exact same. <laughs> so moving forward, we're going to do the top titty on a Thursday night. Yeah. So for people out there that watch it, you obviously, you know, it's a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday league is the most games. So like, for example, this Friday, there's only one game, LA, Vancouver. So you can't even really pick a team because you're supposed to have three different teams. And I feel a little selfish here because I've missed a few Friday top titties. I have two. Thursdays are the Friday from- golf and Thursdays are just, you know, our podcast airs in the morning. We're going to talk about the results from the week before. You're going to hear about the winning guy and what he picked. And then you're going to go into this weekend's top titty on a Thursday night. Tons of games. There's what, 12 games? 13 games. 13 what? games this Thursday night. And then, you know, a lot more options. Tons. A and few I, more shutouts. I want to give some love to Binger. Binger sent me the link on Thursday. It was a game changer for me. I then sent it to Upshaw on Thursday. Said, Uppy. Because on Friday, you, you you probably wouldn't have got it in because you were flying and you were doing shit and yeah. I was golfing. So, Binger? I sent it in our group text, Uppy. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just reminding him. But remind, then Obes oh, him. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's looking you, out for his partner. You got to stay on him, fella. You got to send it two or three times to the updog. Yeah. So, on our sick DraftKings top titty app, if you want to go maybe, you know, keep track of this stuff, Sonny Milano. Sonny Milano was doing the most fucking in the top titty. 31 points. Look at that salad. It was that from last week's? He had 31 points. He had in the 5-1 win, Washington against the uh, Lightning. Wow. Sonny Milano had 31 points. Then your boy, Fleury. And then a guy that I shit on all the time. No wonder he stuck it up my ass. Darcy Kemper. Jamie Benn. Thomas Hurdle. There you go. Your top five from last week's top titty. See, and then you go down here. Like, these are value pick, pick, picks too here. Here's Ian Cole. 19 points. Like, blocking shots, this and that. Like, I think there's lots of value up dog in the defenseman down the depth chart to where there are blocking shots. And like, here's a couple more Sharks guys. Barbanoff from San Jose. Timo Meyer, 1780-1750. Does it show their salary on there, Obes? Like how much they yeah. cost you? So Bar- uh, Barbanoff would have been a great value pick at 3,400 up dog. Uh, Ian Cole, 3,100. <sighs> I still don't know if I'll ever put Ian Cole on my fantasy team. <laughs> so, sorry, brother. I just don't know if you're like my type of guy for my fantasy squad. I just don't know. Hey, I, fucking right. So there's nothing wrong with that. Zach Aston Reese, 2,500 bucks. Got you 16 points. So there's some value up, dog. We're going to have to do some digging, buds. We're going to have to do some digging. Um, but yeah, congrats to Matty Lights, 13, 124 points. Um, I got to learn from my mistakes. I got to go down the depth chart. I'm going to lay off the high-priced D-man and go more depth guys. Block shots, greasy, greasy. greasy. Yeah, block shots are huge. I mean, you, you didn't do much of them when you played. But. <laughs> I didn't do any of them as I played. Um, Sonny right. Milano. Would you, what if I would have told you Sonny Milano was your best value bet? You would have told if me. If you told me you had a massive head, I'd have believed you. <laughs> yeah. 
He's got one big melon. If you would have told me that Darcy Kemper was the pick over Vasilevsky, I would have bet you a fucking yeah. weekend at the just, Bay Club on my credit card. What a match. Yeah, I would never pick Kemper over Vasilevsky. Not in a million years. Fuck. That's for all the chirping I've done on this podcast. Tim <laughs> Kemper sticking on my ass. So DraftKings top titty, 92 entries. I'd like to see that get up. We're going to talk about it more. We're going to continue to break it down like that. Um, and like Updog said, we're going to move it to Thursdays just because there's more games. And um, that's when our podcast comes out. So congratulations again. If you do win, call in, tell the boys why you did it. Thursday night, Updog, lock of the night. We're going to bring it back. Um, there's so many games on Thursday. I forgot how many games were on Thursday night. But um, it's for our listeners. Listen, we're, we're putting in some same game parlays. Updog, you've hit some. How the, They're not same gamers. What, what's the ones you've been hitting? I've been hitting just uh no, just a parlay. Just a parlay, yeah, like prop player I, I mix bets, and right? match. Yeah, I do some shots. I do um I do anytime points, anytime goals, and you can kind of like, you know, pick a couple games that you like, pick a couple players that you like who are riding hot. And it's not so much the SGP, that single game parlay, but it's um it's picking basically your favorite guys, trusting like that they're going to get their shots on net. You know that they've been, you know, they've been just itching, maybe not getting the goals, but they're getting the shots. So kind of follow that 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 pattern, uh, and it's been working. But I think I've hit two out of my last three. Yeah, no, you're pretty off, good odds too when fire. they get boosted by the boys there at DraftKings. Yeah, and I will say this about our same game parlays, like they're unbelievable value bets, and that's why we're and that's why we're doing them with DraftKings, and they're fun to get in. But keep an, keep an eye on, on our money lines or puck lines that we pick too because I know for me, Updog, when I do the same game parlay, I only do it with a team that I believe is going to win that game, obviously. So maybe you tickle the money line on the side. Then you put a little fucking shazich on the same game parlay. And then, you know, then you got maybe a little hedge bet. A little, a little hedge bet. I know DraftKings probably won't like this, but fuck. Got to take care of the fellas that missing yeah, curfew. I like it. A little hedge bet. All right, fella. Lock of the night, Thursday night. 13 pick, games. 13 games. Let's pick a lock because, listen... And on these locks, you can either go money line or puck line. If you, if you don't want to give your balls a complete tug and go money line, which mm -hmm. I understand, I've done it lots this year where I went puck line, which cost me. But because a lot of these locks tonight, as we all know, it's going to be big time, like minus 250, you know, something like that. So you can always take our, our lock and like puck line or money line. And then let's give them kind of a, an upset up dog where we're going to get some good, you know, plus value here. So yeah. why don't you set the tone for the boys and give us your lock of the night, money line or puck line, maybe both. Boys, my lock of the night is going to be the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Calgary Flames. Tampa's at home. Flames will be wow. traveling. They're on the That's East Coast. That's going to be good odds too. That won't huh? be horrendous. That no, won't be it's horrendous. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a great. It's going to be a great matchup. But I think the Lightning are going to, you know, it'll be the return to uh, Florida, the Sunshine State, for our boy Jonathan Huberto. Um, but to me, I just think you know you're that team in the West Coast. You're out in Florida. You're enjoying the sunshine. You're on the beach all day. <laughs> You're teeing it up. Hockey's not quite as important as it should be, maybe mentally. It's Thursday night. You're going to go face, the, you know, those champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's game over. It's game over. I love how everything comes back to sunshine with you. It's great it about you. It's eh? a beautiful thing. Even I was listening to the Monty. Vitamin D. I was baby. listening to the Monty interview, and you're like, ah, Monty, you're a fair weather player. Hey, eh? yeah. <laughs> so what's it like, you know, just being in the sunshine all the time? I was. I got to play in the sunshine. You were a fair weather hockey player, yeah. Um, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go up north of the border. Um, our boys from Orange County here are going to be up in Winnipeg. We've talked about that arena quite often, how it's not perfect to go into. She's getting cold. The boys from Cali are not going to love it. I'm going to take my lock of the night, which I do believe we will have the, the, the lines for you come Thursday, obviously. But I think this one's not going to be, I'm thinking Jets like minus, 
Is it going to be like 190 or be higher than that, you think? I don't know. I'm just guessing here, but I don't know. Maybe more than that, huh? Uh, if Hellebuck's kicking, I mean. It's more than know, that probably? It's yeah. probably 210. Let's say minus 210. Okay. Yeah. I, I like the Winnipeg Jets at home Thursday night against the Anaheim Ducks. And then for my upset up dog, where I think you're going to get some real good value out of it. I got one for you. Giver. Flyers at Bruins. Love it. Hey, love it. Good battle of the East. <laughs> the Bruins are so hot right now. 12 and two. They're just absolutely on fire, but the Flyers are that kind of spoiler. They're, they're finding a way to win games. They've been doubted all year. Um, to me, caught a hot, be kicking. Caught a hot. Let's go, baby. Flyers, flyers, fucking flyers. Okay. I'm going to go for just because I love Mall Arena and I love Clayton Keller and my boy, O'Brien and Cass and big rich. The Arizona Coyotes Wow! at the end of the road trip, I believe, where they get to go home and just have a little bit of a breather. They're not going to play any home games after yep. this, but Coyotes to upset the Golden Knights Thursday night as our upset of the night. Lock Don't tell of the night. at MGM that. You know what? I was going to, hey, listen, I was going to take. By the way, who's going to have better odds at winning? Are the Flyers going to have better odds? Or are the Coyotes going to have better it's odds? It's going to be fucking the Minus same thing. Minus 300. It's the best team in the East against the best team in the West. Yeah. So the Flyers are going to be plus like two, over plus 250 for sure. And same with the Coyotes. I don't know if it'll get to plus 300, do you think? I'm going to parlay them both. Parlay Cafe. Maybe. Plus 225 uh, for the Flyers at Bruins, let's say. And then I think the Coyotes at the Golden Knights is probably plus, it might plus be 210. Plus two ten, and then it'll be like minus two fifty five for the for the Golden Knights. I need I need Arizona's goalie to be kicking there. I don't know how to say his name. The Czech kid, the lefty, he's unbelievable. Lock of the nights, uh, our lock of the night is Updog's got the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes, sir. Against the Calgary Flames, that's going to be a good value bet too. Updog, that's not going to be a crazy line. I got the Jets against the Ducks, and Updog for the upset of the night, Flyers Bruins, and I'm going to take the pesky Arizona Coyotes. Nice. How about it? There you go. Up dog. Last thing I wanted to, I wanted to pick your brain on this is something I do on when I'm watching the games, obviously on ESPN plus down here. Now we get every feed we get. Yeah. The St. Louis blues. We get the Winnipeg jets. We get the Vancouver Canucks get to see Murph in between periods. I always watch the broadcast. Even if I like the other team's broadcast more, I always watch the broadcast, of the team I have money on. Just because there's more excitement in the ozone. Well, they seem to be talking the guys up too, yeah, right? They're like, yeah, oh, this, this, guy, is, yeah. this guy's playing great right now. You're like, fuck, that's why I bet these guys. I agree. Yeah, so it's something that I don't know if people out there do it. It's something that I want. No, I do it too. I've been hearing Darren Pang a lot. Panger. Panger. Holy jumping. He loves the so holy jumping. a lot because you know what? I love the TNT broadcasts. Uh, and then obviously I, I, you know, been watching the blues and betting some, some blues hockey, although they've been stinging me. Um, a lot of watching the boys on Altitude TV. The exception I do make, Altitude's great. Yeah, Altitude. I listen to them a lot. Yeah. Yep. I make the exception for the TNT boys. Obviously, you always put that yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, we can't even get the games on ESPN, ESPN Plus, probably, or you can't. Um, so TNT is an exception, but anytime I get an opportunity, I'm always taking the team that I got the cash on. It hasn't been working. Maybe I should go the other way, but. Oh, if you're looking for luck, maybe yeah. I'm looking for any. I'm looking for anything I can get my hands on. So. The only thing I won't put on is that late, late game on ESPN. I'm not putting that on. <laughs> Nobody. Is. I'd rather watch uh, Yellowstone. But wow, did you watch it? I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to catch up. Yeah, can, it I'm won't take you long. Up. It won't take you long. So, uh, up dog, let's talk a little life force, baby. Um, 
Got you feeling good, looking good. Think it says right here. Think cleaner, feel stronger, live longer. That's exactly it. And hey, after a up? weekend like I just had, yeah, would you get? You some- get back and you you jump into my peak M, my peak NMN, which is that natural NAD cursor. It's just great for your cells, obes. It's like basically, it's re-energizing all the mitochondria in your cells that gets wow. that gets damaged and old as we get old. So this <laughs> and, and this is a high quality. NMN. And you know, when you're in Vegas, you're not outside a whole lot. If you were like me, I was golfing, you're getting that natural vitamin D. So I'm on the vitamin D and the vitamin K. Uh, I got the peak rise for energy and focus. And these are all actually, these are all nutraceuticals supplied by your group at Life Force. Um, for aging and metabolism, I do the peak health span, two of those pills every morning. Hormone health, I got the DHEA. That's good for that libido, obes. And then, uh, you know, pep, I, I told you step. I've been trying to get into this hormone optimization, but I haven't quite got it yet. Um, just because I've been, yeah, I've been busy. But there's a, the, the testosterone, you get on that, you get back to feeling healthy, feeling good, talk and get me, those levels up. Talk to me about these energy, energy and focus peak rise. Are you taking that stuff or what? Every morning. Yeah, I think I got to get it's my good hands for the on mind. some of that. You, you, a t- little omega. Yeah, well, that's fish oils. That's everything that keeps your body moving, baby. Fish oil used to give me the burps. Does it ever give you the burps? Ah, uh, you got to take it on a full stomach, bro. Brain and muscle magnesium. Yeah, magnesium's good to sleep. It's good, you know, I like. I gotta get my hands on some of this energy and focus. I think you're always energized, bud. Promo code is curfew. Life force, baby. Check that's it right. out. Um, Up dog Hall of Fame last night. Our boy. Uh, well, a couple, three of my former teammates, uh, Bobby Lou and Hank and Danny. Um, first of all, Tamo Slonger there, walking the carpet. What an epic carpet run. Somebody has his fucking old school Jofa bucket, and what does the Flash do? Fires it on. Just puts it on because he's a beauty. <laughs> Doesn't even fuck his hair up. That's what I was going to say. Right? Takes it off. If, I, if that was me, you know how worried I'd be that my hair would like be, like, it's already in one to begin with, but it'd be flat. Flash puts it on, takes it off, gives it one of these, and it's perfect. That's why he's the Flash. The Flash. When we'll, we'll just be who we are. He um, is the Flash. So congrats to everybody that went in the Hall of Fame. I watched them up, so obviously three of my former teammates. First of all, Henrik and Danny. I think people realize, you know, I've been saying this all along, like how good of people they are. They have great sense of humor as well. I think I think Danny's speech is unbelievable. I think Henrik stole the show. When he said, uh, I just been getting over COVID, as coaches said, 70%, 70% of Henrik is better than 100% of Daniel. <laughs> and then at the end, he put out some stats of when Danny was out that he went on to win the heart that year. Um, and then Lou's speech was great. I thought, I thought Lou would go with a little bit more humor, but yeah. he kept it pretty, you know, yeah. pretty genuine and, and thanked his billet families, which as you know, billet families, that's where you start off your playing career. Of like course, of it's course. so important to have. So congrats to those three boys. I will say this. It's the first time. And I don't know how long that it's been four guys go in without Stanley cup rings. Though, which is that's, kind of, that's pretty impressive. It's crazy, actually. Crazy. A lot of guys. A lot, a lot of, of guys gold medals. There. A lot of gold medals in a that group. A lot of gold medals. So international hockey does take into uh, to account. That's correct, right? You've always said that. I've always said that to to our boy C Note that me and him go over. We go back and forth over if Getzlav's the first ballot Hall of Famer. I say he is, and I, I realize that if you go off his NHL numbers, it's maybe an argument. But when you throw in his international numbers, he's won World Juniors. He's won World Championships. He's won gold medals. He's won fucking everything. So yeah. to me, it's the, it's it's a hockey Hall of Fame. What did uh, what did it feel like knowing you played with three of those guys like regularly that all got put in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, a little upset I didn't hear my name in the speeches. Yeah, a little upset. You know, thanks. Too bad you didn't play with Alfie. Thanks. Y- but then uh, you had to play in Ottawa. Hank and Danny. I think they thanked Yannick Hansen. I was like, 
come on, Andy. Did they? Well, he's oh, a they, sweet. He played. Oh, he's a Dane. Oh, he's a Dane. The great Dane we called Indiana, Kansas. But I think he played on his line for a little bit. But obviously, they thank Burroughs and, and Hank again had a funny thing. He said, I don't know how we did it with one guy that's speaking <laughs> speaking French and we're speaking dolphin to each other. Yeah. But we went every time we went over the boards, we fucking figured it out. Yeah. So um, it was, that's a great question. It was kind of a surreal feeling. Did it make you feel old? Uh, waking up Sunday in Vegas made me feel old, <laughs> all right? That, it made me feel, yeah, it made me feel, I guess I was a little bit uh, obviously honored to play with those guys. Maybe took it for granted a little bit when I was playing with them, right? You just look at them as your teammates, for right? For sure. They're our best players. But I didn't look at them any different than, you know, I don't know, Willie Mitchell or Kevin Biesta or Ryan Kessler. I, I don't know. We we're just all on the same team trying to get to the one goal of winning the yeah. Stanley Cup, right? Yeah, but then when you sit back and look at what they accomplished and – how hard they did work and all that stuff. It's, it's a pretty surreal feeling. Um, yeah. And then Lou made a little gesture about um, his card playing on the plane that he won every time, which is not true, but he is a good card player. He is a good card player. I give him that. He's a good card I played player. some cards with Lou. Yeah. Uh, I will say this about the city and I, you know, it, did it make me feel old? Kind of like, I remember their rookie year I was playing in Kamloops and I remember their agent at the time coming into Kamloops to meet like me and a couple guys. And, uh, he was like, these Sedin brothers, they're rookies right now, and they're absolutely going off, and they're both going to be incredible players. And I, and I remember thinking, wow, like, you know, they're not too much older than me, and they're already having success in Vancouver. And obviously playing in Kamloops, Vancouver, just down the street, you know, that was your team. And to see them, you know, have the success they have, wa watching them as an opponent, and then getting a chance to play with them at training camp. The stuff they did on the ice was was crazy. It was it was literally like neurologically, neurologically knowing where each other is at all crazy. times, behind the back passes to each other, almost just playing cat and mouse with with everyone, even including their own line mates, just using each other. It, it was it was awesome. It was awesome to see. I don't think it'll ever be a, a, a thing where twins are in the you know in the fucking. NHL ever again. Yeah. Right. Well, the, probably the first and time you, and when, only time. When I play with them for two years, like, you know, some of the plays they make, you're yeah. like, how the fuck did they know that? You they're know? sitting on the plane together. They're watching Game of Thrones they, over they, the no, They play, together. they sit beside each other in the, at the card table. They would order, yeah. well, dinner comes at the same time, but they would order a tea at the same time or they would order coffee at the same time or That's like. crazy, yeah. I would always joke, like, you boys jerk off at the same time or two. <laughs> <laughs> you boys run one out together. Um, and they thanked, one thing about the twins too, like, they thanked a guy like Trent Klatt when they were young that, you know, taught them how to be a pro. Like these, 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 Trent Klatt. Yeah, these two kids, these two Swedish kids came over the NHL in yeah. what they call the dead puck era where it was hooking and holding and slashing and cross-checking and nobody wore a visor and you played the Red Wings with Darren McCarty and these guys fucking coming after you. Like, people forget their, their first three or four years was like, old school hockey. Yeah. And these guys come over here with baby fat on them still. And they're like, holy shit. Like, so those guys helped them. Trevor Linden. Um, then they yeah. talked about Marcus Naslin. And then obviously Brian Burke without Berkey pulling the trigger on that draft in 99 in Boston. Berkey said, fuck it. I'm getting these two guys in there. And like he said, it turned out pretty good for the Canucks. So yep. well done. And then the one last thing is I only saw myself on one clip of Bobby Lou's saves. And I got to be honest, Mitchie, it was your guy. Mitchell, <laughs> it was your guy, but it was banked off the back wall in the playoffs against the Hawks. Mitchie, I don't know what you were doing, but you were sleeping. You didn't get a long stick out there. So. <laughs> he didn't um, have a long stick. Yeah, you got to get the stick out there. So congrats to all the Hall of Famers. Unbelievable. Um, James James Duffy did a good job of, of emceeing it too. So uh, sticking with media, PK Subban hired by uh, ESPN. Not a real shocker up dog. This guy did it last year. He's gonna, it's a home run for ESPN. Stylish, cool, makes it fun. 
And PK will say what he thinks, which I think is the most important thing. If you're going to sit up there, fucking have the balls to say, say what you truly mean. <clears throat> it's going to give hockey a way better platform too on ESPN. I think him sitting in on, you know, shows like first take and whatever other sports show they have in the mornings at night, jumping on with Scott Van Pelt, doing whatever he can. He's going to create these segments in and around our sport that can only grow our game, bring more, you know, kids of color to the game to bring, you know, more just excitement in and around, you know, how, how great hockey is and how cool it is. And I think PK's, you know, his career speaks for itself, his accolades off the ice, what he's done charity wise speaks for itself. I just, he, he's involved and he likes it and he's cool and he can speak Good style. Better come on the podcast again, PK. We miss you. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll see you in the studio. I know. guess the only question is, does he make more in this career than he did in his first career? I don't think so. Does he, does he turn into, I mean, he made maybe turn, 80 million. Does he turn in like Michael Strahan or something where he's doing good morning America? Yeah, okay. Or, so why I would never actually, why did I say, I don't think so. The horizon is endless. For yeah. This like I think he, and I, he's I young. I don't he can think do this gonna, for fucking 40 yeah, years. I, I don't think it's just going to be hockey for PK. I think this is the starting block for him. And then you will see him doing like talk shows or morning shows or like, I think yeah. he has that ability. If he, if he wants if to, he wants he to. can. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what this is like. And he actually, I don't know. He what, said it to us on our show, a tribute show to, with Hazy yeah. was that, you know, he liked what we were doing and that it's not easy sitting in here and doing our thing and talking to each other and taking our notes and coming yeah. up once a week. It's it's a fucking, you know, well, it's a job. We and you got to enjoy it. We used to just get drunk every time we did this. Now it's yeah, like a did. real job for us. But we started out, we were just getting drunk and shooting the shit. But yeah, it's because it's it's I just retired. Eh? I was still on the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we were getting those sprinter vans. But yeah, I, I'm with you. It's not easy. He's a natural at it. And he's only yeah. going to get better, which is exciting. And yeah. for ESPN, it's no disrespect to other guys that are on there. I think this will be a, it'll help everyone. I think PK has that energy of, you know, where he'll make you better, me better. He makes guys around him better, especially when it comes to talking. And he's got National League suits. National League suits, yeah. But he's got to come on the pod. You're right. Let's get him on the pod. Yeah, for sure. Up dog, one of these things I got to talk to you about. Um, the offside challenge. Um, I've had enough of it. I know I you don't have. give a fuck if, if people think we can't go back. We can go back. <clears throat> you fucking ask the players. You ask the coaches and GMs who wants it, who doesn't. They got the GM meetings right now. I mean, talk it's, about it. it's just like, to me, some of the times when they do it, I don't even know if it's offside or not. Right? I still don't know. I'm like, all right, but they're, they're kind of guessing. And then the ones that are, are clear, it's that much offside. Like, I don't think we want our game to be coming down to, to that, in my opinion, right? And it, it slows down the balls game. And and, yeah, and now, yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. Balls and strikes could be a little more amplified if the guy gets struck out on a terrible call. It ends yeah. the game. This, you know, we, we lost the chance to have Trevor Zegras score an incredible goal that is going to be all over highlights seen by millions and millions of people have a th fucking hundreds of thousands of millions. If that's even a number of impressions online for the game, for kids, for our league, uh, chalk it up to another one of Zegras's Michigan goals. I, I mean, if it's not him, it's going to be something that's going to decide like a Stanley cup playoff game or, or a game that matters, a game that's going to cause owners, you know, uproars because there's going to be millions and millions of dollars lost. I think you're right. I think Obi, once the call is made as they cross over, if there's 10 seconds or something, they can't review the fucking play. If it happens where a guy goes in and they, they go in and the immediate play is on net and it's a goal. Maybe it's fucking no goal. Does this make sense? Yeah. 
But if it's fucking 35 seconds in the zone, it's done. It's done. Time limit. Get rid of it. I've had enough of it. I want to hear some people out there on missing curfew tell me how you feel about it. Slows the game down. I, I think this. It's and, like the and, NFL. And maybe too. it's wrong. an issue with the NFL. I, I think I think they will all even themselves out. If we get rid of it, the ones that you know were onside and or what the ones that were onside that were called offside or vice versa, I think over the course of 82 games for for each team, it will even itself out. I don't think it's going to be a big fucking... And it puts a little more pressure on the line to make the right fucking call. I find a lot of times now these linesmen are just waving them off because they know they got the challenge. Yeah. Right? So I'll wave it off. I got the challenge. Fuck that. Make the call. Ha! Hey! Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. To me, I've had enough of it. It slows the game down. Let's speed them up. Let's and it needs to be a coach's challenge right now, right? It's a coach's challenge, up dog. Yeah. It's yeah. a coach's challenge. Yeah, it's bullshit. What else is bullshit is the Eagles game. <laughs> last night <laughs> and the fucking face mask that my guy on my fantasy team Goddard got before he got hauled down and fucking ruptured his damn groin he put, he tweaked a little something there didn't he? he sure did well you would too if someone ripped your head off like that rip his head off that should have been 15 the other way right rip they're going to review off. when the ball falls and you see the guy's fucking face get ripped off maybe you just go ah you know what fuck it that was a fucking face mask fuck you guys yeah, Troy Aikman said last night in the telecast that he thinks instant replays made it more controversial. Yeah. Because there's certain things you can... can yeah, I understand he fumbled the ball, but you missed such a big play. That's why he fumbled the ball is because the guy ripped his mask off his head. Well, that's what Troy Aikman's saying. So the fact that you can't review the face mask is making the call more controversial to why you're talking about it on your podcast right now, right? So he's saying like these reviews that were supposed to take that out of the game, the controversy out of the game has made it more controversial. And I'm with Troy Aikman. I'm with all the instant replay. I've had enough of all of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking like a dinosaur here, up dog. But to me, it's just slowing every game down. But you're right. They missed that fucking face mask. It's a joke. I had the Redskins though, so I wasn't too upset about it. Um, up dog. Let's talk some good life, baby. Good life. We just put a sick order in. Um, did the sick draft. Did we, we did get this, that up? Yeah, that was awesome. Nice. Ticky talky. Great, great job on that, boys. Tick to the talk. Is that all you, Binger, or what? Mm -hmm. Binger, you're doing a hell of a job at the TikTok. We here. had a little controversy over the camera angle again, but that was okay. I thought Did we? Oh, well, I, I said I wanted one. You said you wanted the other, but we, we worked it all out. We worked it all out. You liked the double shot. Yeah, that, that was the shot. gambling one, though. Oh, was that the gambling? Yeah, but, but the good life, maybe it was the same. But yeah, I got to get the double shot because I think in this, Binger, you've been doing a lot of research on this, and probably a lot of listeners know, but like the, the TikTok sort of videos need to look like they're on a phone screen type thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think you've done a great job with that, with the split screen. It kind of hits it like, boom, you got the fucking, how many seconds is it? 20 seconds? 20 seconds, if that, yeah. All these new fucking rules with these videos. Got to stay on top of it. The bud. good life, yeah. I, we did the draft. We picked some great tarps. I got. I just got this classic. This was in the GQ box. Nice. I got one on today too, baby. I got my good the life The GQ one. box with this nice black I can't wait for my, sleeve. Po my Polar Tech hoodie to come. It hasn't come yet. Have you got yours yet? I haven't got mine. So I can't wait for that to come. And then I think I got to treat myself to this whole velour outfit. Look at this fucking outfit. Tell me that doesn't look that's, national. That's got written uh, New Year's at Aspen all over it. Uh, New Year's Day, maybe, when you're right? hurting a little bit. So. No undies. <laughs> Check it out. Good Life Updog promo code. Our new promo code is Obi. Good fellas, fella. Good fellas. Updog, speaking about a good fella, one of our good fellas has fallen into the doghouse here of um, one of our favorite coaches for his content not saying he'd probably be our favorite coach to play for daryl sutter uh hubie guy that we love here at missing curfew that signed a huge ticket back up the brinks truck 
He's finding himself on the third line with Backlund and Lewis. And Sutter said, I've tried him everywhere else. I got to try him here. Nothing's worked. To, you, to which you say what? To which I say, Sutter, you've been in this league a long, long time. You know, well-established coach, decorated. Um, old school is all hell. Does he not know who Hubie is? He's in a new place, you know. He's in a new place. He plays the same way every night. Yes, he's not going to be the uh, most intense guy out there. Is he working hard? I think Hubie works extremely hard. I think it's, um, I think it's a matter of him being a guy that needs the puck on his stick. He wins battles by body position. He's not going to extra. He's not he's trying not to fucking hit demon. guys. He's yeah. not a speed demon. He's not driving to the net with his fucking elbow and shoulder down trying to run people over. Hubie's Hubie now. You know, he missed the last three games. They came back and they won last night, did they not? I believe the Calgary They won 6-5 against LA, yeah. He, he, so he, he came back, he missed three games. He's been trying them on the third line. Hubie's, I, he's just, he's Hubie. Yeah. Does he need to do more? Is he Maddie Kachuk? No. He's not. I know, but listen, if you're Brad Tree Living and you're sitting up in the fucking... They're just different players. Wherever That's the, what I'm saying. Wherever the suite is and... The and old Sutter's got him on the third line. And, and Sutter's already chirping him. You just gave this guy a, what, an eight-year deal? He gave me eight years. He gave me eight years, $100 million. Yep. If you're Brad to Daryl, aren't you say, hey, Phil, slow down a bit here. We're like the updog said, we're 16, 17 games in. Guy just moved from Florida to Calgary. It's a bit of a fucking adjustment, right? It's snowing in Cowtown already. Let this come together a little bit. Like, you don't need to be ripping him in the media already here. Like, and I, I respect Daryl Sutter. I don't know if I would have been his favorite player or he would be my favorite coach, but in the content business, he's gold. Yeah. But I think this is a mistake for him. To get on Hubie already. I think to so. To put too. him in your doghouse, like lay off him. Yeah. See, and this is like, he, he only knows Hubie for say two months. Yeah. Are you trying to light a fire under his ass because you think that that might, you know, get him to the next level? Or do you already know that? Or are you guessing? My question would like to you is if you're guessing, this could fucking backfire on you big time. Yeah. If I, you don't know, you know, maybe does he call, say, the, you know, Gerard Glance of the world? And, uh, you know, whoever else, Bobby Bush, uh, Bob, who Bob, coach? Bob Boogner? Boogie. Boogie man. Is you're he calling gonna, those gonna guys? You were going to say Bobby Boucher from the Bobby Wild Boucher. <laughs> no, <but laughs> water boy. Water really, really sucks. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. But is he calling those guys and saying, what makes Hubie tick? Should I get all over him? Is I would he say, just running? Is he just kind of doing it right now? I, I think Daryl's caught wind of how much people love him in the media. I think he's starting to think he's kind of a big deal, in my opinion. I could see if Hubie didn't have an extension right now. If he was playing out a one-year deal, and, yeah. and Sutter was like, listen, we traded for this guy. He's yeah. fucking not going. I got to stick him on the third line. You got him for fucking the next eight and a half years. Like, well, now you want to get him going? Like, you, you just gave him a fucking, you just gave him the whole organization, basically. Like, Sometimes I, would, I like playing on the third line, though, eh? It's better than the fourth. Well, that's because you. That's because I was going to say <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be moving up a line. It's better but than the fourth. When you're making fuck, when you decide for a hundred million, I don't think you want to be on the third line, do you? Yeah, but they got you know he, he put him with Trevor Lewis, hardworking guy. Fucking get to the net, Trevor. Put your stick down. Do you think you. I love Trevor Lewis? But do you think Hubie when he would have signed the extension if he would have known he would have been playing with Trevor Lewis and Backlund for the whole year? I don't yeah, think he would have signed up for right. that. What? Yeah, come on, you know meat and potatoes out there. All right. right? I, Sometimes I, that's I, what agree gets to the disagree. Guys yeah. Uh, you can't have you can't have Hubert or playing on your third line. Me and Honor used to just look at Hitch and be like, "Put the fucking meat and potatoes out already." So let me get it's this straight: you're comparing Steve Ott and uh, Scotty Upshaw to Jonathan Hubert. Uh, we would have been great line mates for Hubie. Great, he would have been great line mates for you. We'd show him how to drink a good IPA. 
after the match. So you have no problem with them moving down the lineup, say, hey, play with some guys that are meat and potatoes, <laughs> get them going kind of thing. Yeah, I just wouldn't call them out in the media. If the media asked me, why is he on the third line? I'd be, I'd say, we don't have a third line. This fucking team, this team right here, see this line right here? This guy's won two cups. This fucking guy is one of the best two-way centers in the league. This is what I think is going to get Hubie. They're not our third line. We got depth. We got depth. Watch these guys tonight. They'll be the best line out there. That's kind of what I would say. I think if you ever want to coach a job, that's your clip you hand in there for the fucking interview. It just works. That's a fucking good little clip there. Thanks, bud. I'd say get the boys to cut that and hang on to it if you're ever looking to coach, <laughs> coach the Canloop Blazers or we something. We don't have fucking lines, all right? That's hey, what I used to tell my coach too I when he put everyone. me on the fourth line. I play everyone. Yeah, when he put me on the fourth line, I'm like, we don't have fucking four lines. You just said that so you didn't have to tell girls you play on the fourth line. We don't have lines, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I play every night. I, I play, play hard. I play I fast. I play every night, baby. All right? I play every night. So, uh, Hubie, stick with it. We're pulling for you up there. Um, milk carton. Uh, my milk carton is the Cooperalls that the Flyers wore, and not because I didn't like them. I think it's a great idea. It's National League. Get them fucking tailored. A couple Taylor of those Cooperalls I could have fit into. They were yes. fucking baggy. They should have good life to them. Good life. Good Get life would have like, made them tapered. They would have made the asses look good. Like, can't you make them so they're sick that they could wear them in a game? Like the the stretch? Yeah, like they're skin tight, stretchies. If you my boy them. Nasty if my boy Nasty was still the trainer there, he would have had those things looking mint. He'd have them yeah. all tailored. There'd have been a fucking five tailors in there before the game, putting the little safety pins on them. So even better, we're putting the Philadelphia Flyers trainers That's on the milk, the milk carton. carton. Yeah. You can't let the guys go out like that. I agree. There's fucking chicks it in did, the stands. It did not look National League at all. I love Hopefully the Cooper I think it's a good idea. I'd love to see them wear them in a game, but you got to get them hemmed, boys. You got to get them. They were a little too baggy. Way too baggy. Maybe that's the look they were going for. Yeah, it's well, it's not national. Like the Holmgren Clarky days back when the boys were just rocking. I think they were more tailored back then. They definitely were. The boys were, you know, boys were a little skinnier then, (laughs) aren't they? They were more like built like milk bags. Have you ever seen the Broad Street Bullies where Bobby (laughs) Clark is sitting on the trainer's table after a game with his barrel and like six cold beers right here? It's fucking great. That's National League. And then their bar burnt down and they put the fucking black thing around their arm because their bar burnt down. (laughs) Have you seen the ball? It's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Our backup goalie, yeah. were, uh, Chief was his name. He's the backup goalie for those Broad Street Boys. I had him in Tampa. He's the color guy for TV for Sun Network. Okay. What well, was his name? Yeah. I call him Chief. Yeah. Um, I kind of have to look it up. But, Sorry. Um, he's a beauty. Him and Phil Esposito would be at the front of the bird, and I was my second year in the league. I would go up there and just sit beside them. Tell me a story, boys. Tell me a story. Chief had the best stories. Sweet. So we're putting the Philadelphia Flyers chairs on the milk cart and that's get right. those Cooperalls tailored nicely. Um, curfew calls up dog. Uh, Maxie, you want me to read calls. the first one? Yeah, go ahead and read the first one. First two, actually. There's two there. Oh, there's fucking two here. Look at this. Boys, this is Cole from BC. You Buchanans are killing it. I want to ask two questions. First off, who is the silkiest pracky player you guys have ever played with? And second question, who is an unexpected lady killer off the ice? These guys need to get more credit for being low-key rock stars. Cheers, guys. Keep a pimp game going. Let me start off. Give her. <clears throat> okay. First question. And Cole, thanks for yeah, thanks, appreciate Cole. you taking your time from smoking weed in BC. Appreciate <laughs> you appreciate you hitting us up. Um, Alexi Kovalev is the nastiest fucking player on planet Earth. Okay. <laughs> he was so strong. He flew airplanes. He had great flow. His ass was bigger than O'Brien's ass. <laughs> and he was so nasty. That's fucked with, up, eh, He bear? was so nasty with the puck. It was just... It, it was, was His style was nasty. Nasty. 
nationally. Won the cups. Have you ever see the video of him as a rookie when they won in pit? How just he looked like an absolute like right out of the CCCR. CCCR. <laughs> yeah, he's those he white, came right from Russia and he went in and won that cup and he was fucking full those white beauty. skates he wore. Fuck he tongues out. He was nasty. So I watched him in Florida do things I'd never seen. Um, I'm not even going to put anyone else close to that guy. Yeah, that's tough to practice. follow. He's the silkiest. I'm going to say Stanislav Cheese. Did we lock you in a dumpster? Yeah, I got out. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we lock you in a dumpster one time? I got out. Cheese stuff. I'm going to say cheese. Oh, wow. You played with him early, too. Oh, I love the cheese man. Yeah. I love the cheese man. Cheese played man against, got, I played against him a lot when I was Cheese man got younger. a fucking, I don't even know if I can tell this story. He's back in Russia. He doesn't care. He got a fucking DUI going three blocks one night coming <laughs> off the fucking bus. I'm like, cheese, just walk. He's like, ah, no, I drive. I drive. I'm like, all right, fell next day. The boy's like, yeah, cheese got pulled over. Oh, no. um, anyways, great person, great teammate, silkiest practice player I've ever seen. Great hands, just yeah. made it look so, so easy. Uh, so cheese stuff for me, Kovalev for the updog. I don't know. Unexpected about, lady killer. I don't know. I was too worried Most about Most of the guys was, that are expected are. I gotta so be like, I was more worried about if I was getting it than anyone else. I can't even tell you. I don't know. Who? I, I don't know. What do you mean? Unexpected? I don't know. I mean, I went out with a mission. I don't know if like I can't think of one guy that I was like, wow, he got girls when I didn't think he'd get girls. Yeah. Everyone should be getting the girls in the NHL. It's why you play. Who was like the old guy that was maybe like, you know, Well, we what, gotta be careful here. I know, but like <laughs> that all the girls wanted. And he would say he could have been married, but I think you just go out and all of them wanted. I know one, Taylor Pyatt. Oh, he walks bear. into a restaurant, that bear. I mean, every girl is looking at him. Yeah. Guy's got the ice blue eyes, perfect flow. He's like six. He's got just a six, fucking five. hammer on him, too. He's got just Pies a hammer on so him. So, anyway, the big bear, I call him. You know, and, 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 and he just smile and just be a great guy. Yeah. No, the bear. That's Everyone it. wanted him. Taylor Pyatt. Good call up, dog. Uh, Cole from BC. Thanks, fella. Keep puffing the good stuff. Um, hey, fellas. This is Blake L. Sussy story. Hey, fellas. Got a question in the wake of Matty Kachuk's suspension. In your history with suspensions, what kind of backlash, if any at all, would you get from the coach or locker room? Love the pod, boys. Take care from Kelowna. What a spot. It's actually a great question. I will say uh, this. I got suspended at least once every year. There's only one GM that didn't back me. Um, Dave Poyle in Nashville. I got suspended for... I don't know what I did. It's not a cross check or, and he kind of called me in and said, you're disciplined, this and that. And I went out and I said, what, are we not on the same fucking team here? Yeah. Like I just had you on the call. You didn't even stick up for me. You didn't say a fucking word. Like, okay, if you just, dis- you can tell me you disagree with it, but at least go to bat for me. Um, but other than that, no, typically the GMs, when you get on the call, they're on your side. They want to, you get the least amount of games ever. So no, I would say Dave Poyle was the only guy that went against me on my suspensions. Yeah. I, I will say I've been suspended a couple of times. Uh, and find once. And this, uh, this time I was fined, I uh, was in Philly and Paul Holmgren was on the call when Colin Campbell called me and said like, what'd you say to the guy when you went to the box? Cause the TV camera was on you. I'm like, Coley, I don't know what I said to him. I probably, it was Sergey Brillin. I said, fucking, you know The what? old fucking veteran from New yeah, Jersey? I, I, I cross-checked him in the lips cause he's Take speared. the welding shield off. You probably said. I, I said something worse <laughs> than that. Um, and anyway, I'm like, he speared me. I cross-checked him back. It got him high. You know, I basically was calling him everything from, you know. From everything but a white man. Just, you know, was calling him a lot. <laughs> and uh, and Coley was like, you know, you know, Homer was on the call just going, Coley, you've said a lot worse. You exactly. Know? You've said a lot worse. It's a heated game. That's exactly. Yeah. Good for you, Hope Homer. Hope he's a good kid. So Homer, fucking, he had my back. 
Um, every other time it's been like, well, you did run the guy through the boards and he's, you know, fucked, you fucked him up. So it's probably worth the two games. Yeah. yeah. Shake it off, get a workout, get a couple sweats in. We'll get you back in two games. So it was, uh, it, but it can go wrong. If, if you're a guy like, you know, we had Jesse Bolleries who cross-checked fucking Ryan Kessler in the lips from like the opposite end of the world. He skated across the world and cross-checked him in the lips and, and he got suspended. I think, you know, fucking 10 games, 20 games. That's one where it's just like, you know, sorry, but you're fucking, you're going to have to sit this yeah, one out. Well, they're not going to, yeah, that's the one. But you st I, I still believe that GMs be? will always back their players to a certain degree. Of course, that that of course, one was, that one was bad, but, and you never know, like if you, you never know what's going to happen in two or three games with your hockey club, right? If yeah. you're a GM, there could be injuries that if you fight for me and, you, and I only get two games instead of three, yeah. I'm back in the lineup. Maybe totally. we win that night. So you got I guess there's sometimes the question asked, I guess there's sometimes where the GM just can't, he's going to stick up for you because he wants his yeah. team not suspended, but he can't really do much if you fucking, if, no. if you got the guy good. No, but we got off, uh, where was I? Vancouver. So it was Mike Gillies, myself. We were talking to Shandy. I speared Avery in between the boxes and I was supposed to get two or three games. And we fucking talked her down to one because it was Aves. We talked yeah. her down to one. So save me some cash. Coming back totally. in the lineup. Um, great send a, great send question. A bottle of wine. Point being, stick up for your teammates or your workers, bosses. Stick up for everyone out there. You're on the same squad. Maxie, do we got a call in or is that we, it for curfew? We got a couple calls today. Uh, this first one is from Colin S. from Detroit. And uh, he, he added some stuff in the uh, written message that I can, I can uh, chime in after. But here's his call. Hey, what's up, boys? Uh, this is Colin from Detroit. So, uh, go Wings. Watching the uh, Leafs and Coyotes game, looks like Leafs are going to blow it. But um, I saw Matthews and a couple of the guys, they have, like, custom skates. They got, like, decals and stuff on it. And they got the wheels spinning here with, uh, you know, custom jersey ads and uh, ads on the buckets. What your thoughts would be on letting the players maybe customize their own helmets similar to goalies? Um, do you think the game will ever get to that point? Is that too much flair? Then, uh I don't know. I think it's, I think it's uh, pretty awesome. Obviously, we miss, like, the Fedorov days when he's buzzing around in the Nikes. White Nikes look pretty good. Figured uh, maybe that's the next evolution of the game. Just curious your thoughts. Big fan of the show. Keep up the great work. See ya. And real quick, before you guys get going on that, he, he also added a good point um, in a written message about, like, Europe, Europe, just to get you guys' take on European players, sometimes in some of the Euro leagues, the leading scorer wears a yellow bucket to indicate they're on top, kind of like the WSL. When I played in Finland, I went, why is that guy got the gold bucket? They went, because he's leading the team of scoring. I go, so, so you're going to tell me who their best player is? Are you guys fucking nuts? Yeah. Of course I'm going to cross-check this guy now. I'm going to, like, just play him harder because he's got the fucking bucket on. I think that's absolutely outrageous. Um, it might be great for the fans, like to be like, or, or, or like, you know, you're, you got a son and your son's pumped that dad gets to wear the gold helmet. I don't know. I think it's kind of dumb. Do they do that in soccer? Does the guy, the wear, does the guy no. wear an armband when he's leading so. or does he wear a special jock or fucking special socks? No, I mean, right? in soccer, like if you wear the number 10, you're known as the best player on the team. Like not so in eight, hockey, if you were 99, you're fucking the best too. But, but yeah, I, I, what I'm saying is it doesn't differentiate game by game by game. Like in Switzerland, if you, if, if Binger, if you and me are on the team and I score two goals one night, I lead you by 11, I wear the gold helmet. And then if you get three, the next game you go ahead of me, you wear the gold. It's, it's a little bit outrageous. The helmet doesn't fucking fit properly. <laughs> um, it's not good for hygiene either. Right? You clean that bucket. Okay. But bucket. you're right. And like, so when I was in Switzerland, that was the case. Um, I think, did you ever get the gold bucket? I went over there too late. <laughs> and no, you got the I gold got the gold bucket off the ice. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Listen, so <laughs> I think that the game has gone far enough with advertising. From on the boards. I'm going to go one further. From I, on the boards, the I, fucking moving stuff on the boards now to the jerseys, to the helmets, there's already advertising on there. I don't think it needs to be personalized. I want the ads off the helmets. I want them off completely. I want the fucking old school with the logo on the side with the National League on the back. And I'm okay right here on the jersey. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'll give you one thing on the jersey. I hate the ads on the helmet. I know you, most people can't notice them. I can. I'm done with the ads. I'm I not a league anymore. I don't of, care about escrow. Yeah, I know. See, there, there you go. Yeah, it doesn't affect me anymore. I'm talking as a fan now. How much do you think they make on an uh, Well, we should know this, but what's a helmet ad? Fuck the final. Yeah, like, well, if it's a million bucks a year to your team. I mean, that's, that's probably a good worth, question. Let's do let's do some digging. But that's we'll probably worth out. putting a fucking sticker on your helmet. A million dollars to the team, or yeah, because you split that fifty fifty with the owner, right? Yeah, I mean five hundred k. So you break that down with twenty guys. It's about a twenty k guy. I think it's junk. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know it's, I, I I don't know what it is. I think it's. Yeah, I, I mean, if it's twenty k off, if each it's guy's ten million, escrow. if it's ten million bucks, maybe I don't. I don't think it's that high either. But I, I just. I don't know. I, I don't mind on the jersey. I think it looks fine on the jersey, right? You got, for the Devils, it says Prudential. For St. Louis, it says Stifle. I mean, for the Leafs, it says Milk. I don't mind to on the jersey. To go a little but deeper into it, I think it's great that the players are allowed to wear whatever they want to games. More importantly, that shows their style. If they want to make money coming into the game by wearing a fucking jacket or you want to wear a goddamn, I don't care what you want to wear, there's your chance. When you're on the ice... Um, you know, and there's a few companies out there now, Obi, that are doing the skate stuff. And one in particular, we've been talking to about doing some stuff, some ad reads. Um, they are making, you know, skates coverings that can personalize the way your skates look. Do I think that's great? Will Bauer or CCM or Graf? Will they, these, when was the last time you've seen a pair of Graf skates actually? Talking 2008. Stasny. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. No, but, but I, I don't know if they're, they're okay with it. But, um, you know, cause they pay a lot of money to get the rights to, to, you know, have their gear used. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just cool that the players can show their personality and if they want to make a couple bucks from, you know, clothing deals or whatever, they can do it off the, off the ice. But as far as the uniform and what it looks like, I don't want it to turn into what's, you know, what it looks like playing hockey over in Europe. Cause 100%. it's just a fucking walking advertisement. Yeah. It's too much over there. Uh, thank you to the curfew calls, Maxi Binger. Great job. Keep those coming. We love getting the fans involved. Uh, up dog, fella, let's watch some hockey, win some money, buddy. There we go. Uh, can't wait for top T Thursday night this week. That's right. That was missing curfew. Long them Louisiana byways Along some highways roll on